Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. That's Gross by Greg Trine. I'm not hungry, I said to my friend Wayne as I sat beside him at lunch. It's funny, just moments before I had been hungry. I had been starving. In fact, all day long my stomach had been growling like a Harley-Davidson motorcycle in need of a tune-up. During class, someone had leaned over to me and said, Put a muffler on that thing, will you? Then I saw what Wayne was having for lunch and lost my appetite. He unwrapped his sandwich. Broccoli and sauerkraut, he announced, taking a bite. The breakfast of champions. It's not polite to talk with your mouth full, and it's not human to eat that, I told him. Wayne kept chomping away. He didn't care. Yesterday, it had been pineapple and olives on rye. I picked up my peanut butter and jelly sandwich, looked it over, then put it down again. I still didn't feel like eating. Wayne said, Remember, you are what you eat. I rolled my eyes. I'll believe that when you start growing broccoli out of your ears. Don't get me wrong, I'm no junk food junkie, and I exercise, sometimes by accident. Last week, I outran three eighth graders for a half mile before ditching them in the woods. But Wayne goes overboard on this health food stuff. Going to the beach this weekend, I said, changing the subject. I tried not to look at his sandwich. Of course, Wayne replied. We had been going to the beach lately to build sandcastles, throw the frisbee around, and swim if it was hot enough. Wayne usually brought his boombox for some tunes. I like tunes, but I have to say that his taste in music isn't so hot. Not as bad as his taste in food, but close. That weekend, he must have seen me cringe a couple times at the lyrics because he said, Whoever listens to the words anyway, just listen to that beat. Then he flopped back on the sand and closed his eyes. I picked up a wet clump of sand and slapped it on the sandcastle we were building. You are what you eat, I reminded him. He sat up. What's that supposed to mean? It means that what you listen to is going to affect the way you think. Remember what we learned in computer class? G-I-G-O? Garbage in, garbage out? Yeah, I said. The computer's only as good as its programming. You're crazy. It's just music. There's good stuff and bad stuff. I'm not saying you have to listen to gospel music all the time, but... I pointed to the radio as it blasted something I can't repeat. That's pretty bad. He didn't say anything as he patted a wet glob of sand onto one of the castle's four towers. I put the finishing touches on the moat and started on the drawbridge. Wayne, keeping his mouth shut, was always a good sign. It meant that he was thinking, but he didn't turn down the music. Suddenly, a huge wave hit us from behind, soaking us and knocking a big hole in the castle wall. Ah! Wayne let out a string of words. More stuff I can't repeat. I thought he was overreacting. After all, the wave had saved us from having to haul water for the moat. Wayne looked at me and said, Oops, did that come out of my mouth? I nodded slowly and left it at that. We headed over to the basketball courts by the pier to dry off and ended up getting into a two-on-two game with a couple of guys. Something about the way they played told us that they were probably in a league someplace. For instance, when they shot the ball, it went in. They pretty much wiped up the court with us, and Wayne got the worst of it. They stole the ball when he dribbled, blocked his jump shots, and rebounded over him, sometimes right on top of him. Finally, when somebody swatted his layup, it was the last straw. We were down 20-zip by then, and Wayne exploded just like before, only worse. 
That guy knows more four-letter words than the dictionary. I suddenly wondered why I was hanging around him. It was all I could do to keep us out of a fight, and those guys had biceps. Better take your friend home, they said, before his big mouth gets him in trouble. They didn't have to tell me twice. As we headed for our bikes, I turned to Wayne and said, Garbage in, garbage out. He glared at me and turned on his radio just to drown me out, but I didn't back down. Tell you what, Wayne, I'll try one of your famous healthful sandwich concoctions if you'll be more selective with your music. Hmm, he said thoughtfully. Any sandwich? Any sandwich. I hope I don't regret this, I thought, as we started up California Street. Wayne can be cruel sometimes, and I imagined him coming up with the world's most indigestible sandwich. I had nightmares worrying about it. Then Monday came. Lunchtime. A small crowd gathered, as it always did, to watch his creation. The sight of it almost made me gag. Then the smell hit me. Garbanzos, jalapeno peppers, and maple syrup, he said proudly. He slid it across the table while holding my gaze. Enjoy! You're going to eat it? a classmate asked unbelievingly. I nodded. Wayne and I had a deal. The crowd gasped and moved in closer as I picked up the sandwich. I put it back down. It's in our deal, Wayne said triumphantly. I picked up the sandwich again. You just remember your end of the bargain. I nodded to Wayne before turning to the crowd. Ladies and gentlemen, don't try this at home. Trying not to breathe, I bit into it. I half expected to have flames shoot out of my mouth. Nothing happened. The crowd cheered and two girls with weak stomachs dashed to the bathroom. You are what you eat, I said, pretending my insides weren't burning up. Wayne stared in disbelief as I bit another chunk out of the sandwich. Your turn, buddy, I said, and he knew what I meant. Wayne kept his end of the deal, which was sweet music to my ears. The story you have heard today is from Guide's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.